Hey, Hey Sisters. Do you want to reduce stress in your life? Have you ever considered how obedience can be a way to help you live peacefully? Today, I'm going to share a story about God speaking to me about obedience. I'm going to break down some steps on how you can clearly hear from God and take those steps in obedience to create peace in your life, to reduce that stress, chaos, anxiety, and overwhelm by simply being obedient to what he's called you to do. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Do you desire balance and want to glorify God with your life? Are you often up late at night conflicted between whether you accomplished enough or you were present enough with your kids? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel overwhelmed by all the things on your to-do list? Hi, I'm Sasha Star Robertson. I know the weight of that stay-at-home mom life. It can feel like a burden to stay on top of things when you don't know how to manage your time and struggle to read your Bible. You want structure, a routine that flows, and a little time to pursue things for yourself without mom guilt. But you keep telling yourself, there's no time, and I can't find a good schedule. Well, sister, you've found the solution. On this podcast, you will find encouragement to help you live rooted and grounded in Christ, time management tips for busy moms, and mindset shifts to help you feel organized, productive, and peaceful, focusing on what matters most. So grab your cold brew or kombucha and strap those kiddos into the car seat, and let's jump into today's episode. All right, sister, I know that you want structure routine, and a schedule that actually works in your life so that you can feel like you have balance amongst all of these responsibilities in the role of mother. I am now offering one hour purposeful priority clarity sessions for you. In one hour, I promise you that we are going to get a clear understanding of what matters most to you in the season of life that you're living so that you can walk in integrity with what God has for you and eliminate the overwhelm and chaos you're experiencing through an unbalanced schedule, which is a result of unbalanced priorities. When you leave the call, you're going to have clarity and peace around those things that really matter to you in this season. You're going to have an accountability check-in with me to make sure you accomplish the homework, which is this journaling with God time and going deep on your why from what we discovered during that call. And I'm going to check in on you to make sure you've got that homework done so that you can continue on in the path of creating this balanced life and schedule just for you. So sister, if you are interested in snagging one of these clarity calls around your most purposeful priorities, the link is in the show notes. Do not delay. I only have a few of those available and I would love to help you dig in and process through some of that stuff. Okay, so today I want to dive into this story about God reminding me and speaking to me about obedience. And really, all of this comes together, right, with these purposeful priorities calls, living in integrity. The last podcast episode that I spoke about, this is kind of piggybacking on top of that with God speaking to me about obedience, about doing less, about practicing what I preach and eliminating distractions from my life. 
So flashback to the beginning of the year, I sat down and it was actually the end of last year, December, I sat down and ran through the entire Fresh Start course that I walked ladies through January and February. I sat down and I picked out my most purposeful priorities, prayed over them, made sure that they were the ones that God was like confirming for that season of life for me and created my schedule according to that. I shared in the last episode how my husband's shift then changed and I started this course and so much more. So now we're in April, right? And I'm going through this course and an amazing God-led woman is leading it. And the first thing she has us do is go to this kind of like time with God and prayer where we're journaling out, you know, what is our business and how are we going to stay focused throughout the duration of this course on doing what we came here to do, right? Getting what we paid for out of this course. And throughout that, I can look back in my notes and see that the number one, two, three things that I needed to do was make sure that I was sticking to my priorities, making sure I was eliminating distractions, and making sure that I was just being obedient to the process, right? Submitting to the process and trusting the process of what I came there to do. And it was almost in the snap of a finger, right? That all of that went out the window. And so partially, I believe it was a little bit of spiritual warfare, a little bit of um, just the enemy laying traps before me, knowing what I'm going to fall for, right? And so if the enemy cannot defeat you, one of the biggest ways he's going to come at you is to discourage you or to distract you, distract you away from what God has called you to do, distract you away from those purposeful priorities, to distract you away from what God has you pursuing in this season. Because if he can distract you, you're not making progress in the area that God really wants you to. And so I fell prey to all of this. I can go back and look at that list back in April and I'm almost ashamed, right, of of what I wrote down and to see that basically these last two months I've been living in this stress and chaos because I wasn't living in accordance with that, with what I said I would do, with what God directed me to do. And it brought up this verse for me. As I was in this prayer journaling session with God, what came to mind is whoever is not with me is against me and whoever does not gather with me scatters. And that is from Matthew chapter 12, verse 30. And I wrote down in my journal, the pain, struggle, overwhelm, and lack of intentionality that I have been living in is a lack of obedience, that it's a distraction more than anything else. And then when I was looking at the it's, I was like, what is the it's? It's a distraction. And for me, the biggest thing coming up has been social media. And I'm going to dive into that a little bit more at the end of this episode, because I'm going to go into a little mini series here about social media. But first, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about 
how you can have one of these kind of sessions, like I've been talking about a little bit, um, with God, this journaling with God and, and hear that stuff from him so that you can take those steps in obedience, right? And I want to equip you guys with these tools because I do believe that most of the stress and the overwhelm and chaos that we experience in our lives, or at least a lot of it is stuff that we are having our own hand in creating and fostering um, simply because our lack of obedience. And our lack of obedience often stems from not, maybe not hearing from God, or maybe not listening when he's speaking or acknowledging those times when it is him speaking, calling us into or out of things, right? And so I've got these kind of seven steps for you guys today. We're going to run through them fairly quickly because there's not a lot of detail to them. Really, it's it's quite a simple uh, thing to do. It's just in our brains, we overcomplicate it or we don't make time to do it. And so number one, is to pray with a notebook handy. So if you're not used to praying, right, definitely pray. We're going to do a whole other episode about that coming up soon. It's already been recorded. Um, But pray, when you pray, have a notebook handy. And I'm not talking about these prayers where you like see an ambulance going down the road or, you know, praying over your meals, like, creating that intentional time on a regular basis, whether that's each morning when you wake up before your kids or a time on the Sabbath or before you go to bed at night, setting time aside where you are praying intentionally. Like this time is for you to be in relationship with God. And so pray with a notebook handy so that you can jot things down. We always try to tell ourselves that, oh, we're going to remember this. And then we never remember. So have a notebook handy, even if it is specifically a prayer journal. So good. Okay. Because then you can go back. That's number one. Number two is to wait quietly after you pray. Prayer is not a one and done kind of thing. It's not just shoot up a prayer and like we're done. Prayer is a conversation. It is how we come into relationship with God. And when you pray and then you just like walk away and continue on with your life, you're not creating that space to hear back from him or or to write down what you hear from him or to fully acknowledge that it is him that is speaking, right? So prayer is relationship and it's conversation. You wouldn't just like say something to your spouse and walk away. I mean, sometimes we do, right? But in order to have a conversation and relationship, in order to hear back from your spouse, you're going to ask a question and you're going to sit there and wait for a response. Number three is to go to your Bible after you pray or pray with your Bible handy with it right there because God will use his written word to continue that conversation. He will use his word to guide and direct you to where he wants you to go. Okay. He will use scripture, just like in the story that I had shared at the beginning of this, I was praying and this verse came to mind and I didn't have, I wrote down, if you're not with me, you're for me. Or if, sorry, I wrote down, if you're not for me, you're against me. If you're not with me, you're against me. And I knew that there was a scripture that I had just heard in the past few weeks that 
I would had just like paraphrased when I wrote that down. So I went and looked up the scripture reference to it. And so have your Bible handy when you pray. Number four is to connect and hear from God connect with and hear from God in other ways. And two other ways really came to mind for me. Number one is fellowship. Okay. Whether this is, um, you know, going to a church congregation and meeting people, maybe it's gathering in a Bible study. Maybe it's chatting with a friend via text, telephone, telegram conversation, Facebook messenger, whatever it is. Maybe it's participating in a Facebook group community. Maybe it's the version app where friends can invite you to devotions, whatever it is like fellowship is so, so important where two or more are gathering, right? So, meet with others in some way, shape, or form. God used a friend that I hadn't talked to in years to send me a devotion in the version app and invite me to do it with her that just showed me that God is right there with me in that moment, very real, very present, knows my needs today. And it was through fellowship with this friend in the version app, okay? So he will meet us where we are. Another one is worship music. So sometimes, you know, you can choose to turn on worship music when you're in your house, just hanging out throughout the day. When you jump in your car to run errands, maybe it's the worship songs that you sung at church this week, but God will use his worship music to, or, or, you know, music that is written with, with his words, you know, and, and worship and praise and, and uh, admiration towards him to continue to connect with us and to allow us to hear from him. I remember one of the times I was at almost my lowest. I've had quite a few low, low, low points in my life, but I remember just a time of feeling so lonely. I can't even tell you the song that was on. I remember exactly where I was on the road. I was getting on the highway, leaving our new house. I think I was going to our old house. I felt so, so lonely. I was driving in the car by myself and there was something in the song that just got me and I was bawling my eyes out and I looked over and I didn't see any thing, right? But I just felt like Jesus was my friend and he was in the car with me. So God uses worship music as a way to connect with us and for us to hear with him, hear from him as well. So you can always turn on worship music, like after you go into one of these prayer sessions or, um, I would almost say not before, right? Because then it can fill our mind with things that maybe aren't, um, it can get us thinking about something that maybe isn't isn't what God has for us in that exact moment, but then he can use it to speak to us afterwards. Number five is to write down what he speaks to you in any of these ways, right? So I said, have a notebook handy when you're praying, but when you're waiting quietly afterwards, when you go to his word, the Bible afterwards, when you connect um, with others through fellowship or through worship music, write down what God is speaking to you. Even if you're not sure if it's what God is speaking to you, you can always come back to those notes that you wrote down later and pray over those notes. Pray, God, will you meet me in this space? Will you help me highlight or underline anything that is from you and erase or just like scribble off anything that is not from you? Anything that was maybe my own thoughts or something else coming in the way here. I want to know what you have for me, Lord. And then number six is to do them. Okay, do them. 
So I was sharing with you in the story at the beginning about how in January, I went through this whole process. And and then in April, I wrote down all of these things. And there were similarities, there were threads and themes, y'all. Since April or since uh, probably December or January, January, right, I've been feeling like maybe I shouldn't be on social media. In fact, November and December, I was off social media for basically those two months, right, I would show up and connect in the community periodically. Um, But that was essentially it. And then I went back in January, and was questioning whether I should be there or not. I deleted my I didn't delete my Instagram. I just made an announcement. I was leaving Instagram, deleted it off my phone, um, committed to not be on TikTok, deleted that off of my phone and really have not been on those places since, but I have still been on Facebook. And over time, Facebook just kept creeping up to be more of a present like thing in my life, in my life, (laughs) like over time until most recently, like, hours a day spent on the app. Now, whether that's engaging in the community or creating posts or whatever, or scrolling, getting lost in the scroll, watching reels or stories, whatever it is, right? Social media was this thread and theme that I saw in both of those, but I wasn't sure. You know, I was just like, "Mm, I don't know, is God really asking me to get off social media? Like, is it really hurting me? Like, maybe I need to be here for my business or, you know, to connect with people. And like, I was finding ways to justify not doing what, what God was asking me to do or finding ways to convince myself that that wasn't what he was asking me to do. And so friends do them. And as you go over and do this more and more, right, if you've not done this before, you're going to sit down and do it the first time and then you don't have much to um, reflect on, right? But as you go down and you do it a second time and a third time and you're doing it on a weekly basis or, or quite regularly, you're going to see these threads and themes. And I believe that God is a God of confirmation. He's not a God of confusion. He is a God of confirmation. And if he wants you to do something, he's going to keep bringing it up and he is going to keep putting it in front of you. And when you pray about it, you're going to consistently see it in those notes that you're jotting down. You're going to hear other people talking about it, whether it's your friends um, that you're fellowshipping with or a podcast that you listen to or a a sermon that you listen to somewhere else. And so do them, right? Do them. You're writing them down. He's going to confirm it. Do them. That's number six, which kind of ties into number seven is oftentimes our stress, anxiety, overwhelm, chaos, struggles, etc. They're ultimately a lack of our obedience to God and what he asked us to do in the first place. And I want to point out here, highlight that these are, are sometimes natural consequences for our decisions or indecision, for our lack of obedience to what he said. It's not spiritual warfare, okay? So spiritual warfare is, um, you know, when you are doing what God has asked you to do, 
or you're intending on doing what God has asked you to do, and the enemy is throwing his fiery darts, right? We we can probably go into a whole podcast series about spiritual warfare. In fact, I just had this idea, I'm going to jot it down, because I think that's actually a brilliant idea. Um, but when God is asking us to do things, and maybe we did fall for one snare of that spiritual warfare, and then we, I don't want to say go off the deep end, but then it causes us to not obey, then the actions that we have that flow after that are just natural consequences of our decisions. It's not always continued spiritual warfare. And so I say that because these last, this, maybe this last month, I've been in this space of like, man, spiritual warfare, spiritual warfare. But in reality, when I stopped and got quiet with God and walked through these steps that I've given you today to be able to come into that space of obedience, I can clearly see how I was actually creating stress in my own life by not being obedient to what God was calling me to do. And I know for certain that I am walking into a season of peace. Even if there is spiritual warfare, I am going to experience peace because I am living in obedience and living in integrity with what God has called me to do in this season. Okay. So go through these seven steps Make sure you're prioritizing this time to get quiet with God, to hear from him so that you can step forward in obedience and reduce the stress in your life. Again, I want to talk about the uh, purposeful priorities, clarity calls that I'm offering. We're going to walk through this. You are going to have journaling prompts, things to directly take to God and pray. I am providing a journaling playlist so you can listen to that while you're going through or even after some of the journaling prompts with God. Songs that are just really true about his character and who he is and scripture verses so that he can speak to you through them. Okay. We're going to go deep on your why of those purposeful priorities so that it makes it a lot easier for you to live in obedience and do what God is calling you to do within those, within the season of life that you're living in. And lastly, since I've touched base on this multiple times throughout this podcast episode, I want to share with you, we are doing this mini series about social media. And so I've touched base on how social media has been kind of a snare maybe in my life, a distraction, most certainly that I have been ignoring God, not walking in obedience about these last few months. And back in January or February, I recorded a podcast episode that is going to be aired next week. And, um, it's, it's really powerful and we're talking about social media and if you might be addicted to social media. Again, this has been one that I have just been like kicking the ball down the road because I didn't want to face it. I didn't want to 
walk forward in obedience in this. I've also got coming up for you a sermon that was fantastic about social media. And I'm going to share a little bit more in an upcoming episode as well. So you can consider this number one, we're going to have at least three more episodes about social media coming after this. Um, So stick around because they are good. And they are all from a place of biblical understanding and a faith based perspective about just good stewardship and obedience and really showing up in this world the way that God would have us show up. God bless you, sisters, and thanks for listening. Have you been blessed by this episode? If so, can you do me a couple of favors? One is to share this episode with a friend, and two would be to scroll down and leave a review right here on Apple Podcasts. And lastly, sister, if you want to snag one of those purposeful priorities, clarity calls, the link is in the show notes. And I am super excited to work with you to dive in and help you begin the process of creating a balanced life and schedule.